Connect to Wellness with Penn Chiropractic Center, a monthly podcast with Dr. Penn from Penn Chiropractic Center, connecting you back to your wellness. Dr. Penn joins me this month for Connect to Wellness. Dr. Penn, this month we're focusing on pain and and chronic pain for a lot of the patients that you see. Where does pain come from? So, Jenny, we know today that pain is a is a perception. So, most of the pain is if not all of it is really located in the brain. So, there's a connection from the brain to every cell in the body. And unfortunately, pain is a it's a good response when we have an injury, when we have uh trauma. Uh it, it helps us slow down, maybe take a rest, maybe do the things that that we need to let the body heal itself or get, you know, get some help from a professional chiropractic or medical professional, somebody to help us manage through that crisis part. Uh, But unfortunately, when pain continues and when it persists, whether it's physical, chemical, or emotional traumas or stressors that that life brings all of us, Mm -hmm. and none of us are really immune to, to stress, right? So when that happens, be it, again, physical, chemical, or emotional traumas or stressors in our life, that pain can then become chronic. Anything outside of maybe three months of a, of a chronic condition, whether it's emotional or physical or chemical, unfortunately, the sympathetic nervous system, which is kind of the fight-flight part of the, of the nerve system, that switch kind of gets flipped on. So we have... Uh, and the parasympathetic nervous system, which is designed to really balance us back out and to relax us and to calm us, um, that switch isn't on full tilt. So unfortunately, what happens is the pain then is a perception. Let's say you injured an elbow. Um, the, initially, it swells and it, and there's there's an issue there. And then the body starts to heal itself. Well, if we're continuing to focus on the pain, and that's what's going on in the brain, then it becomes a chronic situation and that switch gets flipped on full full speed. So the pain, the problem or the function of the joint might be okay, but the pain, the brain still perceives that there's pain there. How does someone go about then addressing that pain from a brain perspective or a mind perspective? So there's uh, there's certainly all sorts of things that we can do to uh, that people can do on their own to help themselves, which uh, many of us have heard things like meditation and and even guided meditation or uh, mindfulness, gratefulness, um, you know, laughter, things like this. These things can release emotions and change the neural connections. So the brain is always changing. We're always perceiving things from sensory input from our eyes, our ears, our nose, our throat, our skin, um, visually, just you know what we see, how, how we interpret things. Those, those, those are sensory interpretations. So every day, 24-7, every second of our life, our bodies, our brain is, is changing, right? So if we're putting in the right message, so if we're thinking about the right things, if we're if we're focusing on the right things, it's amazing what the mind's ability to change the brain, which is called neuroplasticity. This is a kind of a big medical term now that has come in the last oh, maybe a couple decades where we've really started to understand how, how the mind's ability to change the brain. 
happens. So it's really, truly what we focus on. If we're focusing on something, let's say we're focusing on wanting to learn something, we're certainly going to to advance. Sure. If we're focusing on um, uh, some negative thought, there's a high likelihood that that's going to to affect us, right? Mm -hmm. So if we're focusing on the pain, then the body can cannot really those neural connections are just focused on that so the way to change that is to change the way we think number 1 but certainly then there's other things to do movement we've we've heard forever i mean exercise is great for us proper diet proper nutrition um again what we think about how we eat how we move how we think those are things that that affect us all day long every day so even things like when you're learning to ride a bike, a new a new behavior or play an instrument, the the sensory input that's happening in the brain is what allows you to learn and grow and be able to ride a bike. Because remember when we first started riding the bike? Oh right, it was a it was terrible fail right. Right. <laughs> for many people. Right, we fail forward, right, fail mm-hmm. forward, and then all of a sudden those neural connections allow us to then create this this amazing sensory output that we're able to pedal at the right time and balance at the right time without falling, mm-hmm. right? So this is true for virtually anything that we do, whether it's golf or tennis or, or just life itself, driving a car, right? Things, things that uh, we maybe take for granted, but a lot is happening in the brain. So um, when we talk about neuroplasticity, it's not just about pain, it's about the ability to enhance those neural connections because it's ever changing. We can change how the brain synaptically talks to the body just by what's going on in our thought process. You use the analogy of learning how to ride a bike. And I think that's perfect because so many of us can relate to that. And also I think, uh, so many of us can relate to the different stressors that happen, all of the uh, work stress or family stress or, or things that are con- we are constantly inundated with, even our cell phones, you know, picking up on other people's stress and our bodies can have a physical reaction to those stressors. And, and so by uh, really making sure that your mind is connected to your body and, and making sure that you can keep those things in check mentally, that allows your body to not be a reflection of the stress. Am I saying that the right way? I think that's a great, yes. I think it's, it's, a, it's an excellent way to communicate that because we've always known there's a mind-body-spirit connection. And now we're just starting to really uncover the physical components of what actually happens molecularly, biochemically, in the brain with every thought that we have. Wow. So it's pretty powerful stuff from, you know, certainly from learning, but um, even let's say that someone was in, uh, someone has been in chronic pain. Mm-hmm. Let's say that they just, they can't move well, even though we know movement is the best thing for them. Let's say they just physically at this stage cannot move. Today we know through the research of, of uh, the latest re- neuroscience research is that if you are even imagining yourself going through the movement, that can help you deal with, with that and get you to that next step. Because every, every journey begins with, with one step, right? So if we can 
if we are thinking about, okay, I had a trauma, I, I snapped an ankle, things like that, and we just can't move. If you are, while you're healing, if you're thinking about walking or running and imagining that in your mind's eye, this helps your brain connect to that extremity so that now the brain is talking more effectively to wherever the injury is at and helps your body heal faster. And mentally, I, I guess I can assume that your brain, yes, is acknowledging the pain of, let's say, that broken ankle. But when you are visualizing walking or running or getting back to life as quote unquote normal, when you are visualizing that, that's then your brain healing that area. Exactly. And, and there's new neural connections. So better balance, better coordination better movement patterns and certainly just just understanding the body's ability to heal itself that's just one big step that we're we've health doesn't come from outside in health comes from inside out and so this is really where the whole chiropractic side of this whole thing comes into play is that is that we're we are able to through the chiropractic adjustment again more of the latest research in neuroscience is that as we adjust the, the spine, the brain is then lit up. So the prefrontal cortex, which is right in the front of your forehead, the prefrontal cortex, which is responsible for balance, coordination, eye movement, decision-making, goal-setting, uh, autonomic nerve system function, so like your heart and lungs and kidneys and pancreas working properly, they all get this kind of burst of new connection which is why people under regular chiropractic care are, are really some of the healthiest people is because they're getting the brain clicked on and the pain level, let's say, turned down the volume, right? Or, or really completely clicked off. So that gives the body's ability to self-regulate on its own, which we are designed to self-regulate. It's unfortunately that life itself causes these stressors that flip that switch, that sympathetic nerve system on full tilt, and now we just can't, we just can't be at our highest potential when we're under that kind of stress without that that relief side, if you will, or the calming side. And receiving that chiropractic care really allows you to manage that pain, but it aligns with your your brain's purpose, your mind's purpose to heal itself, like you said, from the inside out. Exactly. Sometimes when patients come in, they're like, oh, they hurt in one area, and they think that's the only area that that we want to address, right? Or why didn't you adjust that area? Well, what we're doing specifically when we're adjusting, we're not just focusing, we're not chasing the pain, we're chasing the functional issues, right, that would, um, the functional issues that, Maybe the, maybe you have a, a neck issue that is really causing the low back pain. So they'll be like, well, why didn't you adjust that area that was in pain? Well, because that wasn't really where the cause was. So we we detect where the underlying spinal movement issues are, and if we can correct those, light the brain up, then the brain talks to the body, and then all of a sudden the low back starts to, to do what it's supposed to do. Or... Um, someone comes in with a knee issue, 
and well, why didn't we really just really focus so much on the knee, but we focused on the pelvis and the low back, and then all of a sudden their knee pain went away. It's because of that neural connection, is that we found where the interference was, we removed the interference to the body's intelligence system, then the body starts to self-regulate, and then we have a, a positive outcome, and then get them into that wellness model. That's really kind of the big picture. So we don't chase the pain. We, we focus on the interference to the, to the intelligent system of the body, which we are all designed to be well. Um, unfortunately, life experiences right from birth. In the last podcast, we talked about the birthing process and, right. and how traumatic that is and why we check infants and children right from day one. Um, so this is kind of understanding what, how does it all work. Why, why, how does chiropractic patients get better? Well, it's really about the neural connection and lighting the brain up, getting the synapses and neuroplastic changes to take place that are the right thing at the right time for them to heal. And then certainly giving them things to do at home to, to protect what we've done and to daily be able to manage the stressors that, that we're all affected by. The neuroscientists that have studied this, that have made this their lifelong career, have developed these practices, especially with chiropractic adjustments, uh, to help manage that pain. But what is so fascinating is our body's response. And, and it's unfortunate that sometimes those outside stressors, those emotional traumas, or even a fall on the bike affects our body in ways that we may never understand, but neuroscience is working in that direction. Yeah, it's an amazing field. It really is. Um, it's as if science is catching up to what chiropractic has been doing for, for patients for 125 years now. Um, we didn't know, really. I mean, we just knew it worked. Mm -hmm. um, but now we are starting to understand through this research um, that it, it's it's there's physical things there's there's molecular and biochemical changes that are taking place when we make the adjustment. It's not just an orthopedic sort of thing where we're moving a joint. Yes, we are, and we're improving function there and taking pressure off nerves and relaxing muscles and all that. But the reality is is that. What's happening after the adjustment is there's neuroplastic changes in the brain that help the body self-regulate. And so that's really how this whole that, – that's how it works. That's how chiropractic is so successful is because of this process that's going on. And again, we didn't – I mean 50 years ago, the chiropractors didn't know this. But certainly in the last you know 20 years or so, we've, we really have un uncovered the data and the research is just leading to – the things that we we kind of knew were happening, but we just didn't know how to how to really kind of really get our hands around it and really figure it out in terms of how it works. And at Penn Chiropractic Center and on your website, I know you have several resources for patients that have gone through your initial program of maybe the adjustments and, and making some of those changes, but also then the second portion of that program is the meditation or the, the things that you can be doing so that your body doesn't necessarily go backwards. Without a doubt. Um, it, it's a, it's a, it's a team effort, right? So, uh, 
not just the adjustment, we have uh, wellness technologies that help reboot the brain, that help reboot the nerve system. A lot of the similar things that we're talking about here, I'm certain are happening there also in our technology center. We're changing cell structures, we're we're reducing inflammation, we're, we're increasing energy in the cells, uh, creating more ATP, which is energy, um, changing the charge of the cells because cells, when they're damaged, they, they kind of shrivel up. They should look like a perfect sphere. They kind of shrivel up so we can't get nutrients in as effectively or waste products out. So my team helps get, you know, get these technologies on patients where they have tissue damage. And now we have the brain talking to healthier tissue. That's where we have game-changing stuff happening. So people with degenerative joints or they were told that you have bone on bone and we have to do surgery. Well, we can revitalize those cells, get more energy into the tissue, and then either prolong it or really you know, just avoid surgery altogether. So, um, so those are things that are, that are certainly happening. You mentioned the website also and uh, made me think about one of the things that we have on there is a guided meditation. It's a... You pl- it's an app. You plug it into your phone, and you, for t- 15, 20 minutes a day, you can listen to things that help if you're having trouble sleeping, if you're having trouble waking up. But rather than you know taking coffee, you can have some guided meditation that that changes the way the brain is functioning. And so there's there's neural beats, like call them binaural beats, so sound and light that can change the way that the the brain functions. So. If people are interested in that, in the website there is, um, I think under new, um, I think it's under new, um, new offers. There is a, there's there's an explanation of how this brain tap works, and it's it's um, there's all sorts of different you know guided meditation apps out there. This is one uh, that we feel very confident in that it, it just helps the the brain kind of reorganize from. It can calm you down. It can get you to, to go to sleep by changing the the brain waves. Um, there's alpha, theta, delta waves, right? These these big terms, but it basically is how fast are the, the synapses flowing. So you don't want your brain wide awake when you're active. You don't want alpha wave. You want delta wave. Okay. So th- these apps can help get get you into that state. So you can, because meditation can be difficult. Sure. It's, you know, it's not, I tried it for years and I mean, get okay with it, but this has really helped kind of not, because sometimes you can get distracted, you know, you have thoughts that come in, um, but this kind of helps you stay on point for, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes. If we're doing that every day, um, there's things for performance. There's all kinds of different uh, tracks in this, in this meditation um um, app that we have. So that's something to look at. How can someone learn more about services that you offer? Um, really the website right now I think is the best. We're trying to match up what we're talking about here. So I'll t- try and put some, uh, or we will put on uh, like another like animation on there on how this neuroplasticity works this month. Um, so there's so we're going to keep adding things to it, but there is already all sorts of things in there that kind of talk about our products and services and um, you know, they can do trial, they can do like free trials on this brain tap to really help them understand it 
And, and Dr. Penn, what is that website? It's docpenn.com. So D-O-C-P is in Peter, E-N-N.com. Perfect. Dr. Penn, thank you so much for the information today. Absolutely, Jenny. Thank you. Connect to Wellness with Penn Chiropractic Center is a production of McKibben Media Group.